Hey everyone, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we're going to continue our discipleship journey, devotionally looking at the, the Gospel of John. And we have made a lot of progress so far. We are in John chapter 15. Now, if you've been with us recently, where we left off is Jesus and he's warning his disciples about the reality that there would be persecution. The world would, in fact, hate them. The world hates Jesus. And so as followers of Christ, you and I, we should not expect the world to, to just think highly of us. And, and we should not expect a, a rise in our popularity or friendship. In fact, we should, we should expect that those who align with the world, they will have an antagonistic attitude toward us. Now, this is not to discourage us, but rather this leads us to take hope in Christ and who Christ is. If you remember, the, the entire Gospel of John, it's aiming us at remembering Jesus and his identity. He is the Son of God. He is the, the Lamb of God. He is the one who takes away the sins of the world. And now, John chapter 15, picking up in verse 22, Jesus, he, he turns his attention back toward those who should be trusting in him, but have rejected him. Let me show you our text today. John chapter 15, starting in verse 22. Jesus said, If I had not come and spoke to them, they would not have been guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. He says, If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, <clears throat> excuse me, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. But the word that is written in their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without cause. Now, here's what I want us to examine today. Jesus is not saying that, you know what, they, they hated me, or if I had not come to them, they would be without sin. He's not saying that they would be innocent of no sin whatsoever. No, Jesus here, he is, he is zeroing in on this reality that those, specifically the Jewish leaders who now hate him, who want to kill him, they have been given an incredible opportunity. They have seen Jesus in the flesh, the, the eternal divine son of God, the creator of the universe, stand before them. They have seen his, his miracles, which in, God, in John's gospel are signs that point to Jesus's identity. They have heard his teaching. They have seen how his teaching and his miracles work together in perfect unison in such a way that leads to this inevitable conclusion that Jesus is in fact the Christ. And yet they have rejected him. And so what Jesus is saying here is he says, if I had not come to them, they would not be guilty of this specific sin of rejecting the son of God. That They have hated him, as he says, without cause. Now, this is a specific sin of the Jewish people that, that rejected Christ, but this is actually the same sin that exists today. When, when you or I or, or those around us, when, when, we, when we are presented with the truth of the gospel, when we are presented with Jesus, if we hear the gospel, if we hear of Jesus and his perfect life, his sacrificial death, dying to pay the price for our sins, his victorious resurrection. We hear of all of this and we say, nope, not for me. This is, this is the same, this, this amounts to the same sin, rejecting Christ. 
And so what does this mean for us today? This means that we we come back to the the foundation which is the gospel. We come back to the foundation which is believing in what the scripture claims about Christ and his identity and his accomplished work. Now, if you're listening to this, I imagine you have trusted in Christ. I imagine you are secure in Christ. You you are clinging to Christ. Maybe that's not you though. I know that there are some families that listen to this. I know there are some people that listen to this as they're they're considering the claims of Christ. Listen, if you are one of those folks who have yet to trust in Christ, I want you to hear Jesus' words today. His words are, he has presented himself to you through the scripture. You have not seen him in the flesh, but you have not seen Jesus, the word become flesh, but you have seen the word presented to you. You've seen his claims. The claim of his sacrificial death for you. You've heard of his miracles. You've seen him change the lives of other people who now trust in Christ. You've seen all of this. And this is laid before you right now in such a way that I want to urge you. Do not not commit the parallel sin of the, the Jewish people in the first century. Do not reject Christ. If you reject Christ, listen to his words. It says, if, if you reject Christ, let me go back up. It says, you hate him. If you reject him, you hate him, which means you hate the heavenly father also. Don't make this terrible mistake. Don't continue in your hard-heartedness. Don't allow your, your, your sin to cloud your vision. Instead, trust in Christ. Re- receive his grace in his mercy. If that's you, let this be the day where you turn to Christ. Now, if you're sitting here saying, Mike, I'm a believer. What what does this have to do with me? I want to encourage you to see how important it is for you to continue to share Christ with those who need to hear about him. This world is rejecting Christ in their sin every day. Your loved ones, without Christ, they are rejecting Christ. What they need is to hear Christ, to encounter Christ, to let Christ change their hearts and draw them to trust him. This is our mandate. This is the Great Commission. This is, this is the lifeblood of every believer. This is what, what is pulsing through our veins. We must constantly be pointing people at who Christ is and what he has done so that they too might not reject him, but rather they can love him. They can love the Father and they can be saved. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.